Jay Jack is ever evolving. Um, Jay Jack is a brother. Jay Jack is a son. Jay Jack is a nephew. He's a cousin. He's a boyfriend. I like to just really describe myself as, you know, genuine. All around, just a genuine guy, upstanding, young man with a lot of morals, a lot of things he stands for, stands behind. Very ambitious, very determined, very resilient. I think that kind of sums me up in a sense. Anybody who knows Cleveland know, like, Cleveland is a really tough city. So, I grew up pretty tough, pretty rough. You know, I don't think no different from any other city. Um, I did grow up in a household with my cousins and my grandma and my dad. You know, it was eight of us in a household and we didn't grow up poor or nothing. I, you know, I really thought that was the normal. And until we moved out, my dad ended up getting a job and he moved next door to my grandma. And then from there, you know, anybody who knows my dad know, like, he don't play that. So he was real, you know, stern on me, real tough on me. And I think that's because of namesake. I think that's because he named me John Jackson Jr. And he just really expected a lot of me. So, you know, growing up was tough, but I think it exactly molded and shaped me into who I am today. Oh, my family influences, like, everything that I do, for real. Uh, and what I mean by that is, my first tattoo that I got was on my chest, and it says family first. Like, I wish I could show y'all right now, but I can't. But they influence everything that I do, everything. Like, I just really want to be able to be somebody that they can brag about, you know what I'm saying? And not in a boastful way, but in a way of, like, admiration. To say, like, my cousin, my son, my brother, he did that. And you know, to say the least, they they really they really is who I do it exactly for. I know that sounds cliche, but it's really the truth. That's a good question. So I'll say the absence of my mother, right? Because I know we hear a lot of narratives about um, how young men, young women don't, you know, have their fathers or their fathers are absent. Um, we don't hear too much about the other side where, you know, the mother's absent. And I think that really had an effect on me growing up and just how I dealt with um, relationships, not just romantic, but platonic in terms of the women I dealt with, especially, um, you know, I feel like it was... It was something that created more like a abandonment issue for me. And that's something that I had to learn through therapy. And me and my mom, we got we got a decent relationship. Now it's not the best, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. If I had to give a current theme to my life, wow. Um oh, if I give a current theme to my life. It would be doing, being, becoming, and evolving. Um, reason being is because this year I vowed to myself that 
no matter what, that I was going to do exactly what I set out to do. Um, I also vowed to myself this year that I was going to be exactly who I said I wanted to be. Uh, I vowed to myself this year that I said I'm going to become exactly who I'm created to be. And I said I'm going to evolve exactly into who I am. And that's what I'm getting ready to show the world. So if I had a theme in my life, that's what it would be. Doing, being, becoming, and evolving. What is something that I would like to tell my younger self? I would love to tell my younger self that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And what that means is I was so good at things that even the stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing, I was good at. And that sometimes is a gift and a curse. So sometimes I did things that I shouldn't have been doing, but because that I was good at it, and because I was successful at it, I thought it was what I needed to do. And it turned out that it wasn't. So if I had to tell my younger self anything, I would definitely tell myself that you can't do everything, but you can do anything. And the reason being is because everything ain't for everybody. If I had to title, if I had to write a book and give it a title right now, I got a couple titles in mind, but I never thought about it. But now that I'm thinking about it, I would say Triumph Over Tragedy. And I would probably say you didn't come this far just to come this far. And those will probably be my two titles for the books that I would write. Okay, so growth is, is funny, right? Growth is interesting. And the best advice that I got in regards to growing is grow through what you go through, right? And that in essence means whatever it is that you going through, whatever type of adversity, whatever type of opposition, whatever the setback is, whatever the challenge is, um, there's a lesson in it. And you gotta sometimes open your eyes to see and to understand what that is and you have to also open your ears so that you can hear the pattern of your life or the rhythm of your life so that it shows you exactly what that is so i would say if i was to if i got the best advice that i got in regards to growth would be to grow through what you go through My greatest personal strength or asset would be my willingness to figure it out. Like I have this very strong, I can and I will attitude, no matter what the opposition is, no matter what the adversity is, no matter what the challenge is, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to figure it out. And those that know me know, like Jay Jack, 
if he down, he not gonna be down for long. Like, if you know J Jack, you know. Like, I don't really accept defeat. Um, I don't accept excuses, not only for myself but other people as well. Those that know me know. I think the thing that really makes me unique is my perspective. I really treat perspective as a luxury. And what I mean by that is in situations, I really give people the same grace that I would like to get back. Um, I understand that no matter what I'm going through, someone else is also going through something, whether it be as severe as what I'm going through, they're still going through something and I still should provide the same grace to them that I would want somebody to provide to me. Um, and sometimes, like I was telling my friend the other day, sometimes being a friend is showing someone how to be a friend. Or better yet, sometimes showing someone how to be a friend is just being a friend. The thing that I most love about life is the fact that life has to be lived, right? Like I believe Mac Miller said it in the song. I'm not gonna quote the exact title of the song, but he said, a life isn't a life until it's lived, unless you've lived a life, unless you've gone through things, unless you had encountered experiences, with people, places, things, unless you have encounters, unless you've loved and learned, unless you've Learn from your mistakes, whatever that may be. Man, when was the last time I felt alive? I would say the last time I felt alive was, the last time was when I moved into my apartment. Like, that was such a, a moment for me, just because that's something that I never thought, like once I got into the accident that you know, I would be able to do it. Like I thought I was gonna be living in a facility forever. Um, I thought that, you know, I would never be able to, you know, stay at home by myself. And, you know, I, I thought it was times that I wasn't even gonna be able to get it like a legit, like home cooked meal, literally. Like that is just the little things about life that I didn't realize that I missed or that I needed or that I appreciated that when I lost it, I was like, yo. But besides that, I think the last time I felt alive, really, and this may sound crazy and I may resonate with some people with this, but I think the last time before me moving into my apartment or feeling alive was when I was in college. Um, when I was in college, I was on top of the world. Like, literally what they say now is having my way. I was having my way. I was doing things that even my family members was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, I became a Q. I was on the Student Government Association. I played football and I ran track. On top of social activities, you know, like it was a time, a time to be alive, as Drake would say, but, you know.
you know, the last time before moving into my crib, I say that I felt alive was in college. Yeah. So what happened after college and honestly, it didn't even start like exactly after college it started right when college was ending. Um, my dad had passed and he had passed a month before I graduated. So he never got to see me walk the stage. And that's something that like really tore at me. You know what I mean? So that and then I had another loss. Then after that, you know, I think I just I took on this role when my dad left of the savior, you know, so soon as that happened, I really just start getting to the ground. Like I really came back to Cleveland and it was rough. Like it was a lot of ups and downs. You know, I was staying with my stepmom for a minute and then I ended up getting a crib with my biological mom and my little brother and sister. And that was kind of rough because in the meantime, I had caught a case. Um, and you know, these are things that people don't really know about me, but it's my story and it's true. And it's okay because I'm on the other side of that now. So, you know, besides after that, it got to the point where, you know, you catch the case and, you know, once you get a stripe on your record, it's hard to get a job. So, you know, I thank my aunties because they created generational wealth for us in a sense and they have daycare. So they allowed me to work at their daycare and that kept money in my pocket. And you know, I'm always grateful for them and thankful for them for that. But that just goes to show you the type of family I have and why I want to be successful and why I'm on this relentless pursuit to become exactly who I'm created to be. Cause I got to show them, I got to show myself that I am him. So after college, a lot happened. And right after I moved home, I was home for about, I would say a year and a half. And then I got into the car accident. And then here we are now. Yeah, my accident was February 2nd, 2019. Crazy, right? Like that, to think that it was so long ago and to see where I am now. Like I looked at the pictures the other day of, you know, when I first woke up in the hospital and I like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo, like you really came a long way and I'm proud of that what have I been doing since the accident it's funny you ask because besides going to two days with physical therapy and occupational therapy I spent a lot of time figuring out who I was um, figuring out what it is I wanted to do with my life I took a lot of time to really get closer to God and really build a relationship with him and understand who he is. And I also 
you know, I read books, read a lot of books. I kept my mind sharp. And also I decided to start, you know, planning out what my life would look like. I started, you know, building a podcast. I started, you know, building a brand. These are things that I've always wanted to do and never really had the time to do because I was ripping and running. And I think God knew that. So he gave me the time to sit and process things and think things through. The journey has really been up and down mentally. Um, I really thank God for my mental fortitude because I don't think without it, I would have gotten this far. So I would say there's been a lot of peaks and valleys, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. I don't think I've ever been to the point where, you know, I wanted to like physically harm myself or anything like that. But times did get rough. There were times that I didn't want to get out the bed. There were times when, you know, I did want to give up and just say, I don't want to do this no more. And I think anybody that knows me or anybody that has heard my story would would understand, but that's just not me. So I didn't give up. I decided to stay the course. Jeez, what keeps me going? I think the thing that keeps me going and it may be also a fear of mine, but I don't not want to be or live up to the expectation of who I was created to be. I don't want to leave here and not understand and complete my assignment and my mission. So that's the thing that keeps me going is the fact that I'm breathing, the fact that I know that there's purpose for me, I know there's purpose in me, and I know that I'm here for a purpose. So until I live that out, until I'm able to walk in that, then I'm gonna keep striving, I'm gonna keep chasing, I'm gonna keep dreaming, I'm gonna keep clawing, I'm gonna keep climbing, I'm gonna keep doing everything I can do to become exactly who I was created to be. I think the journey has taught me two things about myself. One, the journey has taught me to obey my faith over my fears and my feelings because I wouldn't have got through this if it wasn't for the amount of faith, the crazy faith, the obnoxious faith, the delusional faith that I have in God and the fact that there's still purpose for me. So I think one would be, I learned to obey my faith over my fears and feelings. And two, I think the journey taught me patience. It taught me to value the thing that I'm waiting on because when you're willing to wait for something, it shows the value in what you're waiting for. So, it really showed me how to be patient when it comes to life, when it comes to myself, when it comes to purpose, when it comes to business, my aspirations, my endeavors, my hopes and my aims. So yeah, those are the two things that taught me. So the perspective I've gained through my accident or through the experience of my accident has been a sense of urgency 
fact that tomorrow isn't promised and the fact that I may know how many days are behind me, but I don't know how many days are in front of me. So I really have to take one day at a time and really make the most of each day, take advantage of every opportunity. I don't try to dodge it, right? When adversity, opposition arises, I address it because I know it's inevitable. Anybody that has done anything that has gotten anywhere, never got there, never did those things without going through something. So I know adversity, opposition, challenges, they're inevitable. They are the things that shape us. They are directions to where we're headed. And with that being said, I also understand that there's two types of adversity, opposition, or challenges in life, right? One of them being a problem and two of them being a predicament. And the things with problems is problems have to be solved. Predicaments have to be endured. And what I mean by that is I've had to distinguish and determine what's a problem, what has to be addressed in the moment, and what's a predicament, what has to be lived through and learned from. What has been the hardest part about transitioning into my home? I would say establishing a routine, right? And I say that because your routine is what creates the results in your life. The little small things that you do on an everyday basis, they amount to large sums of production. They amount to a large sum of results and I'm just really trying to figure out what my daily routine is going to look like. What is going to be the most successful routine for me in a position that I am with the resources that I have, because I'm going to be successful. And that requires me to be disciplined. That requires me to be consistent. That requires me to be committed. And that all starts with a routine. Man, that's a really funny question because there are a few things, right? And I might get a little bit vulnerable here, like maybe a little bit TMI, but whatever, it's my truth. Like, sue me, right? Um, so one thing is like today we had a you know wardrobe malfunction right and one of the things that i really love is to get dressed i really love to put pieces together colors together um and one of the things that i miss about that is trying on my clothes before i go somewhere or before i go to a function or before i do something like i'm doing right now today um because i think clothes express a lot of who you are and I know you hear a lot of people say that, but I really believe it. So, you know, that's one thing I really miss is being able to put my fits on, get my fits off. Like anybody that know Jay Jack know, Jay Jack gonna get his fit off and he, and he gonna come fly. I mean, I still do that now, but you know, 
occasionally. And I think the second thing I miss is getting up to go to the bathroom. Like, y'all don't understand, man. I know a lot of people be like, yo, I know if you miss anything, you miss being able to walk. Man, I miss being able to go to the bathroom by myself, dog. Like, that's real. A lot of people don't understand what that feels like. Some do. Some who have family members know. But, man, being able to really, you know, go to the bathroom by myself is, I believe, one of the most things I miss next to dressing. And I think the other thing I miss and... This might sound crazy, but I really miss my social life. And what I mean by that is not the fact of me being able to just do anything with anybody. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean by social life is just being able to go pull up on my family, being able to go pull up on my friends whenever I want to. Not on occasions, not when they come into town, not when they got time. Like me actually being able to go to a function, to a birthday, to a graduation. Like you guys don't know how many graduations I missed in the last four years. How many baby showers, how many birthdays, man, that hurts, especially for somebody like me. Like I told y'all, I got family first written on my chest. So family is everything and friends are definitely family to me. So with that being said, yeah, those will be my three things that I miss. <laughs> that's funny where am I rolling to next so let's get into it right like I'm rolling into purpose I'm rolling into the season of life I've been praying for I've been hoping for I've been working for I've been wanting I've been wishing I'm getting ready to roll into what some people would call winning season you know, like I'm getting ready to roll into exactly who I was created to be. What is some advice I would give to someone who's hesitant to start something new or take a leap of faith? I would tell them one, in terms of taking a leap of faith, trust your faith over your feelings. Obey your faith over your feelings. If your faith is telling you to jump, jump. Don't be scared. Don't listen to nobody else. Don't listen to the little voices in your head. Obey your faith over your feelings. And in terms of starting something new, one, you got to start. And you got to start now. You got to start today. You got to start when this video turns off. You have to start because you don't have to be great to start you just got to start to be great and then also action action creates momentum action creates momentum so with that being said do something do something every day do something even if it's for 30 minutes a day it doesn't matter you got to keep moving I would say, no, I haven't found my exact purpose in life. I do have a 
desired purpose or a preferred purpose but i will say that i definitely don't know my exact purpose in this moment i think that's something that i am getting ready to find out and the different type of ways i'm finding out is like i said before i'm getting closer to god building a relationship with him really submitting my plans to his plans for the kingdom i'm reading a lot you know i'm i'm really talking to my family and my friends about my plans my aims my works and i'm doing the work i'm doing the work behind the scenes to really find out what it is that i'm here to do i'm really trying to figure out what my purpose is and that's how i'm trying to figure it out I think the thing that motivates me to pursue my goals and my aspirations is the fact that I've come to realization that my vision is my mission, right? So I feel like the vision that God gave me for my life, for my family, for my endeavors, for my aspirations, that's my mission. And no matter what, I'm committed to that. No matter what, I'm never gonna lose that desire to complete the mission because it's mine and God wouldn't have gave it to me if I wasn't capable of completing it so I think that's that's what really motivates me is the fact that I understand that my vision is my mission if I could change anything in my life right now past or present if I could change anything in my life right now, past or present, and I know people are going to think I'm going to say the accident, that's not, that's not something I would change. I think that happened, that happened for me. And we'll get into that another time. But if I could change anything in my life right now, my dad would still be alive because he didn't get to see his son grow into the man he is today and i say that because i just know the conversations would be so different you know i think that he would be ecstatic he would be proud he would be excited to talk to me to hear my perspective on life and you know what that looks like for me and i think he would he would just marvel and revere me in a sense of wow like that's the young man i raised so if i could bring anything if i could change anything it would definitely be to bring my dad back man i said i wouldn't go i said i wasn't gonna cry the most gratifying part of my journey growth and evolution has been the journey itself like I've really found joy in the journey I really have found the gratefulness in looking back at where I once was and appreciating where I am in this very moment so the journey has been gratifying in itself fact that I'm no longer who I once was I don't think the same way I don't talk the same way 
I don't perceive life the same way. So, yeah, that would be my answer. When people reflect on my life, I hope they take away never give up, never give in. Like, no matter what goes down in life, life goes on. I want them to really understand that no matter your circumstances, no matter your situations, you can still become who it is that you are created to become. You just can't give up. If I could collaborate with anybody in the world to make a positive impact, I've always had this dream to work with my friends, right? Like I've always had this idea of a collective to work with my friends, whether they be in fashion, media, sports, production, whatever that looks like, whatever their medium is, I just really want to work with like-minded people. I don't necessarily have uh, a list of names in my head, but I do have people that I know that are doing some really great things in life. And I would really love to partner with them and collab with them and really create some cultural impact and really create a positive impact in the world and for our peers, for our families and the generations to come. If there's something I would leave the viewers with, first thing I would say is trust the timing of your life. And what I mean by that is continue every day to put in the work because every day is an opportunity to get closer to where you are, to get closer to your dreams, to get closer to your goals. So take those days one day at a time and understand that you got to trust the timing of your life. One day, it's gonna look like it happened overnight. You just gotta keep putting the work in. So the second thing that I would lead the people with is be grateful for what you have before it becomes something you had. Wake up every day with a grateful mind because you don't know what you appreciate and how much you appreciate things until they become a loss. And I don't want you to get to the point in life where you have to lose something just to appreciate it. So if I would leave you with anything, my second thing would definitely be to be grateful for what you have before it becomes something you had. The third thing that I would leave the people with is never forget who you are because it's in you. It's not on you. And the fourth thing that I will leave the people with is keep the main thing the main thing. And if you never heard that before, if you don't understand what that means, it just means to stay focused. Keep the main thing the main thing. And the fifth thing that I would tell the audience is, of course, stay the course. Never give up, never give in. The only way you're gonna get so where you going in life, the only way you're going to get to become the person you're created to be, the only way you're going to get to the places and spaces 
you need to be in is if you stay the course. So those would be the five things that I would leave the people with.